All right, welcome to episode 13 of the Nerds Landing Podcast. As always, my name is Josh. And I'm Scott, ladies and gentlemen. What up? He's excited. Uh, so, quite a bit to talk about this week. Uh, next week is Halloween. Uh, and we're going to start out talking a little bit about a little show called Stranger Things. Just a little show. Yeah. Just, you know, just a little. Maybe the biggest release of the fall when it comes to TV shows. Yeah. Um, so I'll admit I got in a little late on the Stranger Things game. Uh, everybody was talking about it. So I was like, ah, it's probably shitty <laughs> if everybody likes it. Yeah. Uh, I think that, and then I'll watch it like, oh, people might know. Uh, so like I said, I got into it kind of late, but once I started watching it, I watched all of it in about two or three days. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, this is the binge watching era, like Netflix, uh, Sling, Really, anything that has an on-demand service, like, that's, it's the era of binge-watching. Well, I guess what's, before we begin the Stranger Things, do you like to binge-watch? Um, so I like it, but I also get disappointed because I will watch, like, a full season of something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it, now what do I do? Okay. It's like, so. I, I have nothing to look forward to now because it's over. I think that... I kind of like to find that sweet spot of, okay, most seasons it feels like you're 10 episodes. Uh, on Netflix, it seems like most stuff is 10. So if I have a full season of something and I have 10 episodes, I kind of like to break it up over a couple of weeks. Um, unless you know, you're know you doing a podcast like we do where we're supposed to talk about culturally relevant stuff. So I'll probably try to watch all of Stranger Things in about a week. Uh, or less than a week, really, which will be difficult because I have other hobbies and you know work and oh, let, let's just face it, I don't have that much to do. I'll probably watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and we, uh, if anybody has ever listened to this podcast, you know that we spent the first I don't know nine talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, and that is one of the few remaining weekly shows that everybody watches that and walking dead which you and i are on hiatus from uh for about two years now um and if you like the walking dead and you want to contribute to the site feel free to contribute send me an email saying hey jackass this is the biggest show in the world right now which it's not um and i want to write about walking dead hit me up but i'm not doing it i'm sorry yeah uh hashtag kill carl Hashtag should have killed Carl five years ago. Yeah. Um, so, all right, we got that out of the way. Our anti-Walking Dead speech that we'll probably have several more times. But I, I was talking to a lady the other day at work who knows I do a podcast and you know she likes The Walking Dead. I'm like, okay, so as they kill a crazy white guy, they fight some zombies, then there's another crazy white guy. Uh, she's like, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. I'm like, well, fuck yeah, that's it. You know, that's all it's been since the beginning. Yep. Um, so anyway, if you like The Walking Dead, please continue to listen to this fine program. <laughs> but uh, we're not going to judge you. Yeah, we're just um, not into it. Yeah, just, like just, our friend Amber, she loves The Walking Dead. You know, she posts about it like it's us watching the NBA Finals. Yeah, I, um, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I was all on board season one. Season <laughs> season one was legit. 
Uh, season two was pretty good, but it, it's really just lost some steam, man. I think they're in season seven now. <laughs> season seven too many. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Well, I'm about a season behind. I was able to catch up, and I, after I did it, I was like, ah, I just don't care anymore. Like, I, when I heard Glenn died, Glenn was one of my favorite characters, so yeah. I watched his death scene. Well, uh, but that was about it. And that to was me, that would have been thing. a perfect way to end the series. Yeah. You know, just Negan beating the hell out of people with his barbed wire bat. Yeah. But I know that, you know, it's a difficult thing, too, where you have hundreds and hundreds of comic issues that The Walking Dead has. And, you know, it's like, when do you stop? I don't think Robert Kirkman knows when to stop. Yeah. So anyway, we started talking about Stranger Things, and to me, Stranger Things was just one of those first shows that I watched where I could tell it was written with the intent to binge it. Yeah. Because that's a new thing. They want shows where you don't want to stop watching it. Especially with the Netflix-funded shows. Yeah, because that's the thing. With, with the Netflix shows in particular. Yeah, I heard 13 Reasons Why was built around the idea that people are going to watch a bunch of episodes. In yeah. A um, same with American Vandal, uh, which is surprisingly hilarious. I thought it got pretty dark. Oh, it, it does, did. doesn't it? It gets dark, but it's so funny. Okay. So that's worth the spin. Oh yeah. Definitely watch American Vandal. Okay. Have you watched Ozark? No. I need to. Uh, I it's... watched episode one of Ozark. You and I are both big fans of Jason Bateman. So, mm-hmm. right. Uh, what's amazing about Jason Bateman is that even when he's being serious, he still is funny to me. Uh, yeah, him and sarcasm. Um, him and Dirty Words. He's what it's called. Oh man, that's such, such a good, good movie. movie. Such a good movie. Um, but yeah, uh, Stranger Stranger Things. I'd agree. Been binge worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's different, and I think that's why I like it. Uh, you know, it it, it kind hits of, that nostalgia, yeah, button pretty hard. Um, so I'll admit it's like I remember some details about it. Um, I remember that there's uh the little girl, uh, sort of her name Eleven. Is that, yeah, Eleven. Is that correct? And then you have uh all the other kids, and then you have uh the void that they went into, and uh, I'm sorry, the up the upside down, as it were. And one of their friends got stuck in the Upside Down. And then there's this nerdy girl named Barb that gets killed. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Spoilers. um, So with season two, it just looks like it's going to be heavy on character development. uh, Force these kids to come to terms with what they know. Which I think is really cool. Because the whole idea that, you know, once once your brain is deflowered and you're not innocent anymore and you never go back to that and I think that's kind of what the whole theme of this show is going to be okay. in season 2 because you can't go back to regular life when you know that there's an upside down and that there's these crazy things that are killing people and right. yeah. you know, these labs where you know they're keeping children yeah. you just can't go back to that that's true it's kind of like working in the Trump administration <laughs> it's like you can't go back can't to, go back to normal life yeah you can't just be a regular person anymore yeah once you're in that circus you, yeah. you stay there yeah you just go to a different less scary circus less publicized circus right. so we're gonna try to watch that um, it might be hard to watch all 10 episodes but you know it's Halloween I want to watch something like that um, see you want to binge watch Stranger Things I'm more worried about Hocus Pocus you haven't watched Hocus Pocus yet? Not yet. 
Oh man, greatest Halloween movie of all I time. I haven't watched it yet this year either. Um, and you know we live in Louisville, Kentucky, and the palace was even showing Hocus Pocus for five dollars. Oh man, how did we miss that? I knew about how it. I just couldn't go. That? I didn't know about it. I didn't even know about it. So. I think there's a perception out there that only women watch Hocus Pocus. No, the movie's fantastic. Would you say that that, that there is that perception though? Uh, yeah, yeah. That it's kind of like mean, a, when you when you get on Facebook, when you get on social media, the yeah. majority of the people talking about Hocus Pocus—that's kind of like a girl thing. Our females our age to drink wine and watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah, why can't I just switch it to bourbon and a pizza? Yeah, exactly. Well, let's let's it's, get into it. Uh, so that is that your favorite Halloween movie? Yeah. Hands down. Okay. Hands down. And not not because it's a great movie, which I do think it is a very well written. I think it's a good movie uh, yeah. for what it is. I mean, it's a it's it's geared towards children. Uh, you know, um, so for so it's kind of dark though. For a ten to fifteen year old audience, I think it's a great movie. Um, and but I love it for the or nostalgia. Twenty six, yeah. You know the the nostalgia of it. It like it just takes me back to simpler times. Simpler times before Trump. Yeah, yeah let's not even talk about him. <laughs> uh, anyway, I remember having Hocus Pocus on VHS. I still do. It was probably my sister's VHS. I still have it on VHS. But let's just be serious. Back then, did you think Sarah Jessica Parker was hot? I did. Um, that was the only thing I knew her to be in. Right and uh, I was a weird kid thinking that a witch version of Sarah Jessica Parker was super hot. I did too. Um, Watching the movie, I still think she's hot as the, as the yeah, witch. Yeah, she's oh man, she's bad. She's like she she's not attractive at all. She's got a face like a horse. You mean in the movie or just in general? Just in general, like it's surprising to me. But and she's not the only one. I've noticed that there have been several people that like growing up. I was like, oh, she's so hot. Yeah, no. Well, I, I think she's I'm trying to be nice here. She's got a very specific look where she doesn't look like anybody else, and she's got a certain attractiveness about her as a person. But it still kind of flabbergasts me that there's a whole franchise called Sex in the City about sex and relationships and you know having to navigate that world in New York City and it's built around Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Um, and I'm she in her interviews and such she seems like a lovely, lovely person. Uh, I'm just saying that I think the general perception is that she's not. Very attractive, and you don't have to be attractive to be an actress, but right, when, just like you don't have to be attractive to be an actor. Yeah, uh, but when the whole franchise is built on sex, it, it it's it's almost progressive. Yeah, <laughs> you know that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was picked, and somebody that, and not somebody that looks like Brooklyn Decker or something right. like that. Yeah. So we're actually pro Sarah Jessica Parker in the end if you know one of those Yeah. I, I don't I don't think she's attractive, but I'm happy for her. And she's with Matthew Broderick who isn't a particularly good looking individual. I did not and, know that. Yeah. She's with Ferris Bueller. So I can dig it. Yeah. Little little now, inspector gadget. But Bed Midler. She nice. still has a show, man. She's she's pretty hot. I would say Bet Miller's pretty hot, even now. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. See, I saw her like last year on um, the Voice. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, she's just too old, man. Oh, no, man. Something about it. Um, <laughs> next, next, you're going to tell me that you like really got this thing for Betty White. Um, maybe when she was on the Golden Girls. But, uh, but she was like 60. <laughs> so? Oh, okay, on the Golden Girls, all they wanted to do was have sex and eat cheesecake. That is totally the Joshua demographic. <laughs> okay. You know, I've never, I've, like, I've seen it on TV, but I've never watched it. Yeah, Hulu. Episode. Oh, you know, I have Hulu. I've got all the streaming Golden services. Girls. Yeah. We don't want to pay for cable, but we like to pay $10 yeah. per service. I always tell people it's about the control <laughs> that I can cancel if I want to. I don't have to make a phone call. Well, it's not only that, I can watch it on my phone. Yeah, that's nice too. And watching on the game systems and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Golden Girls is on Hulu if you haven't seen that. So, <laughs> here I am plugging Golden Girls. Um, Bull Troll is on Hulu as well. Yeah, I've got the whole series on DVD though. I'm yeah. one of those guys. Now, speaking of Halloween traditions, one of my favorite Halloween traditions is to watch the episode of Boy Meets World. Where they're locked in the school and they think somebody's killing people. Yes, and and it's Sean. Yeah, he's, he's Sean. dreaming the whole Spoiler time. Spoiler for you kids out there that haven't seen Girl Meets World. Yeah, uh, if you've been watching Girl Meets World, uh, Sean <laughs> went to the same school as Corey. <laughs> Surprising. I oh know. my God! Isn't isn't that scary to think about that? There's people out there that have only seen Girl Meets World. Yeah, just like never... there's people out there that have only seen Fuller House. Yeah, I refuse to watch Fuller House or Full House. Fuller House isn't that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad. And you just like the middle sister. Stephanie's hot, man. Yeah. I don't know when that happened. I don't know if that was something that was always there. No, it was artificial. Oh. Yeah, it was an artificial implant. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I don't think I'll watch it just because of that. I'm not 12 anymore. But um, I think that overrated... Halloween experience is Halloween Town. See, I liked the first one. I liked the first Halloween Town. There's all this the other whole, ones, like weird cult around the series. All the other ones I could have done without. But the yeah. fir- but the first one I liked. I thought it was interesting. And what kills me is like I don't understand how like Disney Channel movies got sequels because it's like they weren't getting box office money. Well, not not all of them did. That was that was the main one that did. I think there was. Um, did Xenon get one? Xenon got a sequel. Yeah. Uh, my f- my favorite Disney Channel original movie didn't. Lucky the Irish. Um, I thought you were gonna say Brink. Brink is fantastic, but it's no Lucky the Irish. I think Brink holds up. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Lucky the Irish does too. Yeah, I remember watching that, and you know, back then I wanted to be a basketball player, so I really liked that. I I liked it just because it was it had leprechauns. <laughs> That's funny. So that that's your favorite Disney Channel movie. Yep. Okay. Favorite Disney Channel movie for me. I don't know. I, I remember one that involved mummies that I really liked. And I know I found it recently. A kid and his mummy? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? A kid and a kid and his mummy? Mummy? I don't think so. Uh but then I definitely liked Brink. That was a big one. Um probably shouldn't rock back and forth in front of the microphone. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about Stranger Things, and then uh, we talked a little bit about the Halloween traditions. And you and I are a little different that we don't watch a ton of horror movies. You know, I've tried to get into them more over the last couple of years, and I like them a lot more than what I used to. But 
I think we even talked about that on earlier podcasts that Halloween doesn't necessarily mean horror for us. No. Uh, you know, for me, it's... It's candy it, for me. For me, it's a long history of interesting Halloween parties. <laughs> me, it's just sitting sitting on the couch eating candy, watching kids ring my doorbell and ignoring them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, it's the best. Well, what's your uh, favorite Halloween candy? My favorite Halloween candy? Yeah, I just like candy, man. I, I'm a mini Twix guy. Uh, I love mini Snickers. I love Smarties. Miltuds? I hate milk duds. Oh, man. Um, I hate candy corn. Candy corn is disgusting. Yeah. For all two of you that are listening, if you like candy corn, please. what is wrong with you? Please keep listening, though. Keep listening, but what is wrong with you? Yeah, I think Lewis, you know who Lewis Black is? Uh, he's comedian. a comedian, yeah. Yeah, he has a whole bit about candy corn, about how every year they just take the uneaten candy corn. And repackage it for the next year. I can year. believe it. I can believe it. It's, it's disgusting. Um, I mean, I, I just love candy, though. Like, I, I could eat the the mini Krabby Patties, um, the mini Snickers, mini Twix. Anything miniature so yeah. you can eat 12 or 15 and not feel bad about yeah, yourself. exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, mini Twix is where it's at. Um, so, another big thing coming up especially for you, Nintendo Switch owner, is the release of Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, I cannot wait, man. I wish I had PTO so I could take that day off. Yeah. There's going nice. to be a midnight launch, and I'm just going to, you know, it comes out on Friday, so the midnight launch will be Thursday. Um, I'm just going to walk into work like a zombie. You know, it's Friday. Who, who really notices that work gets done on Friday? I'm really excited. Well, um, if my boss is listening, I will be a model employee. Oh, sure you will. Um, my thing is, Super Mario Odyssey will probably make the difference between we buying or not buying a Switch. So I'll probably rely on you and a couple other people to test it out because uh, I know they'll have bundles this um, this holiday season. Now, I guess what's interesting, and I know that they're addressing it. But I've played Mario for, I don't know, 20 years now. Is there anything that's going to be so new about this game that's going to make me want to go out and buy a Switch? Well, he's officially not a plumber. That's upsetting. He's not a plumber anymore. I, I, um, I did hear that. So the uh, the premise of this is a wedding. Okay. And um, so it'll be interesting. I don't... I don't I, I've tried to be kind of... I've tried to space out and not pay attention um, and kind of just been in my own little box because I I want kind of a fresh, you know, like this is the first Mario game that's really outside of the box uh, because all the Mario parties are the same. All the Mario karts, they're the same, same premise, you know, this is completely different. And so I want to go in with a fresh, untainted perspective. Um, I'm just excited about it, man. And uh, everything I've read about it, it's supposed to be... Uh, fresh, new, exciting uh, for the series. So I hope that turns out well. Um, so what have you been playing lately? I've been playing South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Um, nice inflection there. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been playing Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. Uh, been playing some Destiny Two and some Shadow of War. How is Shadow of War? Uh, it's better than the first one. In that uh, they revamped the Nemesis system, it makes it a lot more 
enjoyable for me. Uh, that was my favorite part of the first one was going and killing a bunch of orc captains. So um, I haven't gotten very far in it because all I'm doing is killing captains. I am uh, forget the missions. Who cares about the story? I just want to kill ogres. So it almost sounded like you just wanted to kill hookers for a second. Well, no. I mean, they have to ha- they have to make a living, Josh. They do. They do. Um, now, another interesting bit of news you know, I've been following in the gaming industry is that Grand Theft Auto V is still showing up in the top 10 sales charts. Yeah, and it's uh, on Xbox Live right now for 50% off. So um, if you don't have it, go grab it. Do you have it? Um, I've had it three times, three different occasions. I do not currently own it, no. Okay. Well, I played it and beat it and played it nonstop uh, on the PlayStation 3. Probably put about 80 hours into it, something like that. Yeah, the thing that the thing that bothers me about um, GTA 5 is they've said that they're not going to release a single-player DLC. Um, well, did you beat the... I did. So you um, did beat the original game. Right. Okay. And, uh, and I'm, I'm okay with that if online was easier to access um, and excel in. Um, yeah. I've, I've always, and the reason I've had it three different times is because I've always wanted to try the online features out. Problem is, nobody wants to give you a chance. You know, if, if you're a level one, level two, like they no, you're, you're not getting part invited to their party. Um, so it's hard to progress. I've, I've always struggled progressing with the online um, features of Grand Theft Auto yeah. because of that. Well, there's a lot of games out there, and I would even say Call of Duty is in there, where if you don't get the game day one, day two, or you're at least in the first week, by the time you hop on, it's over. Yeah. Um, but it's even crazier with Grand Theft Auto because it doesn't feel natural. Right. With everything that you're doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And with Call of Duty, they're basically the same. Yeah, right. they have updated features, but. You know what gun, to expect. Yeah, you, know, you know what to expect. You, you know when you're going into Call of Duty online play, you know you're going to be shooting at people. You know that you need to be ducking in cover and, you know, being as stealthy as possible. So. Your mechanics shouldn't be that different from game to game. So even True. if you jump in late, as long as you're good at the game, it shouldn't matter. Uh, but I feel like with Grand Theft Auto, if you didn't jump in online within the first month, there's it's just not yeah, much. Yeah, it's like where you. do you start now? It's like yeah. uh, you see awesome videos about stuff that goes on online, but from what from what I remember from playing with it, you never were left alone long enough to do cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, do you think you'll end up picking up Call of Duty, World War Two? I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I, I've I've been the weirdo that plays the campaigns. I, I enjoy them. Um, I do I've, too. I've played the campaigns since Modern Warfare. Um, well, and you know I, I I I go back and forth. Well, I feel guilty because I really liked Battlefield One last year, but I had it on Xbox One and I got rid of it. And I really want to finish that game, so I kind of feel like I'd rather get that and play it on PS4 because there's still a good base around that. Um, for me, unless it's a sports game, and I think I might even start making this policy for sports games too, uh, I'm not going to buy stuff without a review score anymore. Well, see, for me and me and sports games, like 
it, it's getting to the point now. Um, I traded in Madden 18. I'm a big Madden guy. Like, Madden is my game. That's big for you to trade that. Um, I traded it in this week because it, other than the updated passing system and the updated graphics, it's the same game, you know? Like, yeah. And, and new NFL players, there hasn't been enough influx of new exciting NFL players to make it matter to have a roster update. Right. Now, exactly. in five years when all the current quarterbacks are not playing, it'll be an interesting game again. Yeah, absolutely. But it's uh, like, so I know like, what I'm going to get with Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, the majority of the other guys. Yeah, and, and me being a, a Dallas fan, like, Dak and Zeke were in the last game. They were Madden 17. Yeah, so, so nothing really new. Nothing really new for me other than the graphics. And Are you still uh, playing NBA 2K? Oh, yeah. I, I, 2K is on another level, though. Yeah, um, well, I'm going to start branching out and um, kind of following the same process that I do with that I'm going to be doing with FIFA, Madden, it, basically any sports game. Unless there's a drastic change, I'm not going to get it. I'll just stick to the old versions. Yeah. Um, did and, you, you get know, FIFA? 2K, uh, I did not because it's not that different from what I've seen. And I hear um, it's not good on the Switch. Well, or it's missing a lot of stuff on the Switch. I think I think a lot of games we're going to find, uh, and it's sad because the Switch is my favorite console right now, but I think with a lot of games we're going to find that there's going to be some features that aren't going to be feasible. Yeah, but I think that if, let's say you're somebody that's looking for one console and I can get all of what Nintendo offers and get the other games that are on the other systems, at least some of them, and they don't perform. They perform about eighty to ninety percent as well. I think if I'm just buying my first console and I don't have a PS4 or Xbox already, I'd rather get the Switch. But um, that's just me. The 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 reason that the Switch is my favorite console right now is it's just so there's so much flexibility with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very versatile. Um, you can take it wherever you want. It's got a kickstand. Um, it's you know the it comes with two controllers. Mm-hmm. The Joy-Cons are two controllers. See, I don't really enjoy some of that setup. I think if I get it, um, I'll mainly stick with the gamepad where they slide into the Joy-Con grip or yeah. or get a, uh, a Pro controller or just keep it strictly handheld. Yeah, well, um, they're, they're coming out with wired controllers for it now that are half the price of the... The Pro Controllers. Wired? Do anybody really want wired controllers? I mean, I'm thinking about getting one just because I, I don't play the Switch on my TV as much as I should. Because but you'd like the option. Because I an Xbox controller feels more natural to me. And you can also uh, now use GameCube controllers. I did not know that. Yes. Now that I know that, I'm going to have to get mine out and Do you still it. have a GameCube? Yeah. What do you? What games do you have on it? I I don't know, but I know I still have one. Just if like you, I, I still have a Sega Genesis. <laughs> if you have your GameCube and you have like some basketball, or I'd I'd love to borrow your GameCube for a couple weeks. Okay, that'd be a lot of fun because I, I never had the system, so oh. I could go back and. Yeah, I was a big Harvest Moon fan growing up, mm-hmm. um, and they had a really good Harvest Moon game for the GameCube. Yeah, so I I bought the GameCube just for that. Interesting, and um, I really like that you know you could play. Um, Game Boy games on it too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you know I've been playing mostly NBA 2K and WWE 2K, which is 
extremely mediocre. <laughs> um, they took what was good about it, made it more difficult to use, and then didn't add in much. Okay. Uh, graphics are great. Best wrestling game graphics I've ever seen. Not even close. Um, but the fun thing about wrestling games is having the flow of reversals and moves and you know establishing a pace. Yeah. And they've artificially made it harder to do a reversal. Is I feel what, like what it feels been, like they've been me. trending in that direction though. Yeah. Uh, last few games they've really messed with the reversal system. And I don't think that it'd be cool to make it completely easy, but it was an interesting component of the game if you know, you're taking away the skill element and making it more of a chance element of the game. Yeah. Where you don't know if you're going to get it or not. Uh, but the roster's good. Uh, I don't feel like there's much for me in the career system. So it's going to be one of those games where I play it probably for the next couple months, get a couple hundred matches under my belt, and then trade it for 20 or 30 bucks towards something else. And sometimes you need games like that. Yeah, so Just a stopgap. But... Um, I'm getting super excited for Battlefront 2. I think the campaign looks great. Uh, I think I'm going to play that before I play Call of Duty because, geez, last year I had like three or four games that had a shooting campaign. I don't need four shooters yeah. at once. And I care way more about the Star Wars universe than Call of Duty. Same here. So um, if there's a, a good campaign and compelling reasons to play it online, I will, I will wait six months to get Call of Duty when it's... Five dollars cheaper, right? Because it's Call of Duty. Yeah, or um, get it on Black Friday for half off. Yeah, that's my thing too. Is that all this stuff is coming out? Um, I'm a little busier than what I used to be, as you would you would be as well. Uh, but I think Assassin's Creed looks cool. I, I'm and I'm excited for next year because there's a lot of stuff coming out next year that isn't part of a massive franchise. Yeah, over the next two years, really. Yeah, I'm really excited for Anthem. Coming out next year. Anthem, like, yes. That Anthem looks, looks good. so good. Uh, I'm not a Spider-Man fan at all, which is funny because I love the Spider-Man games. Uh, yeah, because they play a lot like Arkham. Yeah, and I'm really excited about the new Spider-Man coming out, PS4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, I think we might get a couple more PlayStation 4 exclusives, and those are big for me. Um we just, won't get Last of Us Part Two next year, though. Probably. I, I just need a reason to to play my PlayStation. You know, I, like I mean, there's lots of good reasons, but it, it's it's kind of like if you want Call of Duty, you're probably going to get it on the Xbox. So you just you just get to a point where you're more comfortable with certain ecosystems. I just like the PlayStation system. You know, uh, once my Xbox 360 broke and was about to break a second time, I just I mentally gave up. On Microsoft, even though I played my first Xbox One quite a bit, um, all I really played it was for Forza and Halo, which I'm I would still love to have Forza. It cracks me up that you love Forza so much. Like, that could, yeah, no one quite understands. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get the obsession. The with only Forza. person that understands is my cousin Dave. You know, he loves Forza. I, I, I've I, I have never been able to get into Forza. I just need one good racing game. On PS4. Apparently, Gran Turismo isn't all that great. I played the demo. I couldn't stand it. Maybe the new Need for Speed? I mean, maybe. It's got a chance. I mean, I think you would be down with that 
if, I, if it was I, good. I really like the Need for Speeds. Um, it's really, been a while. Really all of them, you know. Um, I liked when they revamped Need for Speed Most Wanted. That was pretty cool. Um, I'd be down with just like a a very sexy Need for Speed Underground. Right. Give me, give me a Need for Speed I'd be so fine with that. Yes. I think this might kind of be what it is. Let me pimp out a Cadillac Escalade and race it. Or even if you gave me a new Burnout game. Burnout Paradise oh, was so good. Burnout was awesome. I might have played Burnout Paradise more than I played any other game. Burnout Paradise was awesome. Yeah. I, I just love the the mode where you just destroy crap. You just like, okay, I'm going to go as fast as I can. I'm going to destroy as much as I yeah, can. Yeah, takedowns. Yeah, get as many take points downs. as I can. I think I got just about every PlayStation trophy on that game. Nice. Yeah. Not because I was great at it. I just played it a ton. All right, so next week we'll be back. We'll t- uh, talk a little bit about Thor Ragnarok uh, and maybe just a little do a little discussion on the Marvel movies in general because we haven't done our Marvel movie ranking. Might be a good week for that. Yeah, might be. And it uh, could be a good time to talk about uh, Stranger Things Season 2 if we're able to plow through uh, that. I think I'm going to make it. Um, and then... Next week, there will be some wedding bells. Yeah, that's right, folks. Yeah. Uh, dead man walking, as they say. Um, so we will be recording an extra episode next week. We're going to talk about Scott's controversial and you know, flat-out wrong opinions on the Batman franchise, <laughs> uh, which the, that will air in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but until then, my name is Josh. And I'm Scott, folks. Have a good one.